My name is Saul Wordsworth, and this is the TTI Podcast. I'm Saul Wordsworth, Editor-at-Large of Traffic Technology International, the world's leading publication for traffic management, intelligent transportation systems, and tolling. Welcome to this edition of the TTI Podcast. Our feature interview today is with Ryan Green, co-founder and CEO of Gridwise, an app that's been described as the leading assistant for rideshare and delivery drivers. When Ryan left the military, he began driving for Uber and Lyft, but soon found the experience unsatisfactory, and so created a solution to help gig mobility drivers maximise their driving time and profits. Gridwise has now gone further, consolidating its rich city data for other mobility stakeholders, offering a comprehensive view of how people and goods are moving across gig mobility services. But first... It's time to discuss the latest traffic technology news with a sunburnt Tom Stone, editor of TTI, live from his palatial home on England's south coast. Trust me on the sunscreen. Yeah, I was in Rutland for the weekend with my with three pals. Very good fun. It was three two. pals, three of you rutting in Rutland. There were four of us in total. But one of my pals who was there a few years ago, he had a non-malignant growth on his forehead and he had an operation. He's got a tiny scar. He's gone from, you know, constantly going out, playing golf, coming back, looking absolutely lobsterized to someone who is just warning everyone to put sun cream on, even, you know, during a, a miserable October day. Uh, so he's gone from one extreme well, to the other. He's a wise man, isn't he? I think I should take a leaf out of his book. Yeah, he hasn't actually written a book, but I'll tell him that he should. And then you can take okay. a leaf out of it. And then I'll, then I'll rip pages out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you go to prison for that. Go to prison for defacing library books, can't you? Can you? For defacing yeah. library books? That, you know the playwright Joe Orton? You heard of him? No. In the 60s, 70s, he wrote um, a number of rather risque plays in, in Swinging London. He and his partner went to prison in Leicester for defacing library books, putting rude words and, and inserting rude images into the books. Did they draw on it? Oh, you've just declassified us. We, we're now redacted and offline. I tell you what, I could put, um, why don't I do a bleep? So, Tom Stone, is there anything that's caught your eye on the TTI website of late? Yeah, I'll tell you what, I was just looking at a story this morning um, yeah. about um, trams in Florence that are being equipped with uh, traffic data sensors. They're getting like um, uh, cameras, inertial measurement units, radar and LIDAR on these trams. Wow. And it's sort of like, you know, everyone likes to talk about these sensors being, um, you know, autonomous vehicle sensors. But I think really the, 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 the main use of these to start with is going to be really collecting traffic data and, and connecting 
with other roadside sensors. They're putting sensors on tram stops as well. Yeah. And it's creating this, this network, which is a bit like the, the, the story that we, we covered a, a few weeks ago about putting sensors on e-scooters. Um, you know, putting traffic sensors, it seems increasingly don't have to be you know, at the side of the road, because we've got these sort of uh, public assets such as trams and uh, micromobility solutions that are driving around. And, and you know, perhaps this is it's, it's an interesting development. Perhaps it's a it's a way of creating a, you know, a, a, a richer picture of our cities. Yeah. Uh, and there, I mean, there was another one as well just last week about it wasn't actually on things, but it was an interesting new sensor from Sony that that they're putting uh, uh, on infrastructure in a more traditional way. But it was looking at pedestrians and parking spaces and maybe sensing things that that um that traditional sort of city traffic sensors haven't done so yeah it's, it seems like you know this is this is sort of in a way traditional its but in another way it's still evolving and there's still a lot lot of a lot of new stuff happening in this sector what about you Saul? have you seen uh, is there anything uh, particularly uh, catching well, your attention in the world of traffic technology well, listen, it's interesting that you should talk about data collection, because I was flicking through my latest issue of uh, TTI when I actually I reread the interview that you did with Ryan Green, who's um, well, he's ex-US military, co-founder and CEO of Gridwise, which is an app that um, empowers gig economy drivers, giving them more pings, if, if you like, across different rideshare platforms. It optimizes their routes and pickups and ultimately... Uh, enables them to make more money. But the app also empowers other stakeholders through the harvesting of its data. Now, I believe that the interview that appears in TTI forms the basis of, of the podcast today. It does. That's right. Yes. So uh, perhaps you haven't seen the mag and uh, it's a very interesting interview. Even if you have read the interview in the mag, um, this is a little, uh, an extended version. So um, yeah, he's, he's a very interesting guy and uh, um, we should, we should probably hand over to him and not take up all our time on the podcast. Now it's time for the main event. So sit back, lie back if you wish, Listen to Tom's interview with CEO and co-founder of Gridwise, Ryan Green. How did Gridwise come about and what does it do? Yeah, so Gridwise, uh, with us operating within the, uh, the mobility space, particularly like what we call gig mobility, I mean, we, we came about uh really from like in starting out with our understanding of a segment of gig mobility focused on the gig drivers so you think of the drivers who are driving for these services such as the ubers the lifts the door dashes any any uh service that is moving people or goods uh, from point a to point b in an on-demand fashion the drivers who are, are are actually moving those goods us and our goods around is we came into the market uh, really focused on empowering those workers. And so what we d- developed is a mobile app for those drivers that helped make that has helped make them more efficient and profitable on the road and helps them track the performance across all the services that they're driving for. Essentially what Gridwise is doing is helping them make more money and helping gig driving be a more sustainable uh, mode of work for them. And I came into that actually from my perspective of being a driver myself. I drove for Uber, drove for Lyft uh, when I was in the military. And as I transitioned out, 
connected with uh, just taking a lot of rides and her, just heard them complain about a lot of the same pain points that I'd experienced firsthand myself. What that's led us to today, uh, since launching our, our mobile app in 2017, uh, and being able to, we, today we've empowered over 250,000 of these gig drivers in the U.S. alone and have built uh, more of a, a gig mobility or a mobility platform that is empowering not just the drivers themselves, but also just also other mobility stakeholders, those who uh, entities who are operating within gig, uh, operating within mobility or interfacing with it to some degree, whether that's a uh, uh, corporations who are mobility service providers, autonomous vehicle platforms, automotive uh, OEMs, uh, investors in the financial services space, retail, is Gridwise is actually uh, surprisingly empowering a lot of those stakeholders as well. And so the way we're doing that is, um, in addition to empowering the workers through our app, is we're leveraging a lot of the mobility trends and data that we're able to capture uh, first party um, from the mobile application itself, aggregate and anonymize that data and provide access to the uh, most comprehensive data set in this industry around how people and goods are moving across gig mobility services. And we do that through uh, a part of our platform now that we call Gridwise Analytics. Just to rewind slightly. So uh, the, you know, this is aimed at, primarily when you started, this was aimed at your, your Uber drivers, um, and something I didn't realize that it becomes apparent from your app is that, you know, if you're an Uber driver, you're not necessarily just an Uber driver. You might be a Lyft driver as well, and you might have <laughs> all these other. That, is that the case? Is that how this works? That is the case. I, this is a case for at least 70% of drivers are driving for at least two services out, as they're out on the road, whether it's a, they're both ride hail services, it could be a combination of delivery, ride hail, and delivery. They're, Driver's goal is to maximize their time out on the road. And so as they're doing so, they want to make sure they're getting as them, uh, they're utilized as much as possible as they're driving. And so it, it makes sense to have be operating with at least two services. We've seen drivers who have up to, they're signed up for up to six services. Uh, <laughs> and so you, you'll see drivers who are, who are fairly ambitious and, and operating for many uh, as well. Busy, busy drivers. So uh, what the app does, so the app, uh, if I'm a driver, before we get onto the other, the, the newer functionality, if I'm a driver, it, it tells me where to go to get fares or where, uh, what's, how, what kind of information is it going to give me exactly that's making me, making me more efficient? Yeah, essentially, it's, it's not as much as, as recommending or telling you where you should go, but it's, it's really empowering you with information and, and, and that's consolidated in one central place. So if you're a ride hail driver, you're driving for Uber or Lyft or many other services out there, you're looking at Gridwise as uh, some of the, the insights we're providing around events and uh, when those events are happening, when they're actually letting out, you're receiving alerts from us ahead of time based off of the score of a sports game, we're gonna predict the, the end time and tell you, hey, it's gonna be good to be at this game uh, 20 minutes uh, in the next 45 minutes to start getting rides. Uh, or you're looking at the airport traffic and seeing for the next 24 hours, what airport traffic looks like for the next one to two, three hours, what real time traffic looks like and seeing the delays and departures uh, in addition to the supply of drivers at the airport. How many drivers are actually at the airport at that given time? 
and seeing a full picture of supply and demand. So a lot of ride hail drivers are, are using from an operational decision-making standpoint of planning and real-time decision-making, they're using that information to uh, kind of understand when and where they should be driving. For delivery drivers, uh, what, we've, uh, what we've started to put out in the market is, is actually um, features that we've started to roll out related to helping drivers understand kind of where the areas, um, neighbor, neighborhoods of, of hotspots and where drivers are seeing the highest uh, dollars per trip or where they're getting the most tips from or where like certain types of uh, activities are happening in ter- different uh, regions of the city. And being able to not only see geospatially, but also kind of the breakdown temporally of days of week or times of day when certain metrics are more favorable than others. And that's going to mean something different to different drivers. And it's not to say that ride hill drivers don't use that as well, but that's where, you know, delivery drivers aren't uh, looking at airport trends or events. And so there's, there's quite a bit of focus on that operational decision-making for the drivers, but then as we talked about them driving for multiple services, they're constantly turning those apps on and off as they're out on the road driving. And so as those apps turn on and off, Gridwise stays on, and we're the only app that, that is available in the market that's actually able to consolidate all their activity from all the services they're driving for into one central place. So they can actually get a real picture, a clear picture into their dollars per hour, something that sounds simple, but it doesn't exist anywhere else. Nobody's providing that information. Their, their dollars per mile, where they're making the most money from, and so many different analytics around their driving that really, uh, in addition to helping them uh, track their tax deductible miles. And so what we're doing there is, is giving them the analytics that they can uh, track over time to understand how they're performing. If they try something different in their strategy, they try a different time of day, they gridwise may have influenced that timing of when they decided to drive, then now they're being informed and closing the feedback loop with that performance level uh, tracking and uh, data. Very smart, very smart. So where does the data come from? Is the data all coming from the drivers themselves or do you have other sources of data for this, this uh, the, the information that you're providing? Yeah, uh, we aggregate uh, data from numerous third-party data sources. Uh, to, to help us understand some of the, 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 the event data, weather, airport traffic, and, and so many other third-party data sources that are out there. And what we do is we, we pull that in and combine that with the driver-level data because we understand the driver activity, the trip activity, where trips are happening. And, and now when you infuse those together, now you have such a, uh, a very relevant picture into supply and demand and how events are affecting supply, affecting demand, how airport traffic travel and other patterns, hotel occupancy, all those things are impacting all of those different trends. And so uh, really combining those all together enables us to provide a a more rich experience for the drivers that's really powered by network effects. And the network effects component is coming from the driver data. The more drivers we, we bring on the platform, the more aware we are of those activities and the more, the more rich insights we can provide to drivers at a specific, at a market specific level. It's, it sounds, yeah, hugely, hugely rich sort of data, data set that you're compiling there. What worlds away from perhaps, I think I read somewhere, did you start off just doing like text messages? That's the, that's the way to start. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that is, uh, that is uh, we're getting a bit nostalgic here. Yeah. Is the, uh, <laughs> yeah, it is uh, worlds away from, from where we started. The first version of Gridwise was a, a weekly email that we'd sent out every Sunday. 
that would tell you what's happening in the city for the coming week. And then multiple times a day, my uh, co-founder and I were writing up messages, uh, sending text messages to drivers to alert them on events and airport traffic trends and weather. And what we were doing, we were either subscribing to 20 plus apps on our phone that were sending us alerts and we'd repurpose them in a text message service. But even I, I do recall at times my, my co-founder and I going to and sitting outside of concerts or sports events and actually like looking at what the scoreboard was or asking the bouncer when this concert is going to end so we could send drivers that information. And we started just, that product was only in, in Pittsburgh where we're headquartered. Uh, and, but what it did is it helped us figure out what to build, like what's the right application build. And we got something in the user's hands with very little investment. Brilliant. I mean, yeah, you were there on the ground and uh, doing it yourself and you would, yeah, experience, <laughs> as you say, you had experience of actually what the, of being a driver yourself and what the drivers wanted. So, you, you know, the fan, fantastic insight into the, into the whole, the whole market and now of course made uh, uh, you know I suppose that's made the development of it um, that much easier and, and more sort of intuitive for you that you, you have that 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 sort of uh, insight but now mm. we fast forward so we've gone right back to the beginning there <laughs> and then <laughs> we go right up to the present day now this is sort of this is expanding to uh, I mean I can see um, how this could be useful you know this data that you've got could be useful for cities traffic managers there's a lot talked about oh you know uber or well whatever the, the, the gig economy is contributing to congestion but it's quite mm -hmm. difficult to find out exactly how why and where it's contributing yeah. to, to congestion but uh, uh you can you can tell us that can you yeah no i mean we can uh we're, we're really excited about the impact that we are now able to have on, on, on being able to inform a lot of the debates that are happening or that have been happening in the industry, but just shed insight that has just really been inaccessible and is uh, in an industry that's been a black box for everyone out there except the service providers themselves. So we came into starting Gridwise Analytics for the same reason we came into starting the and getting the driver product off the ground is because um, this data the, this key data that this, these segments need is completely, it's either completely fragmented uh, across multiple service providers or multiple data sources, or it's completely inaccessible. And, and that existed for the drivers. And that's why we came to create this product that was aggregating all these insights in one central place. But now we're doing this in Gridwise Analytics um, to empower these other industry stakeholders uh, by consolidating all of the gig mobility data and activity that's happening across all the major cities in the US. Yeah, fantastic. So then, so Pat, what um, the analytics? How how would I access the analytics? That is that more of a sort of browser based? It's not. It's not an app. What's the sort of uh, interface for the for the analytics? Yeah, the, the mobile app would be a little little more tough for this this segment and <laughs> use cases. But the um, uh, the way that this this is provided is either through uh, we do offer uh, provide dashboards to partners where they can. Um, uh, have kind of a self-service dashboard and plug in at any time to see kind of the metrics that they've they've subscribed to uh, at any given time and, and be able to see kind of the trends and patterns and uh, over a, a period of, of time and an ongoing and receiving the updates on an ongoing basis. In addition to uh, we provide data exports. So recurring data exports where again, it's based off of what we, the metrics we've aligned on uh, to support particular types of use cases. 
and uh, we'll we'll provide those those exports programmatically and, and have them sent to some other programmatic uh, data store or uh, sent to someone's email. Yeah, yeah. So is it so? Uh, w- would this feed into sort of uh, things such as regulation? Do you think? I mean, you know, for example, would a city go? Oh, we've got way too many, you know, ride hailing services uh, in this area, or, or what, what? What are some of the particular use cases of this analytics do you envisage? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the use cases, the data itself is fairly universal and applicable to, to a multitude of verticals, but the use cases differ quite a bit. And so when you think about on the, the traffic planning or, or kind of the, the, the municipal city level um, use cases, I mean, there cities are trying to understand it. I mean, you mentioned it earlier. It's like, what is the impact on congestion? How are these services impacting congestion in the cities? I mean, we all know it's like we've taken rides and our drivers like stop in the middle of the street to drop us off or pick us up and, or our, our food or groceries or things of that sort. And so the biggest thing that the cities need is just understand like, what are those patterns? How are they changing over time? What is the impact uh, the economic impact and how do we leverage these insights to help us? They need to be informed on how to actually standardize pick and drop off zones and, 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 and better understand how they, the future of their monetization of the curb and, and that activity. Um, and then in terms of uh, the, the actual, like when we think of regulation, I think there's, you know, there's a lot in the industry about driver wages, gig worker wages and, and uh, fair pay and, and work hours and things of that sort. And so for us, is like we, we would hope that what we do is help catalyze this transformation of mobility to further enable these services to become a standard for how people and goods move in cities. But as we do so, uh, informing the debates of the industry that are persisting or have been persisting for some time with actual ground truth, independent, non-biased information and data. Um, so there's some use cases there on the municipal side, uh, but like I said, there's all, uh, also others. On if you think of um, real estate developers or retailers, uh, they're leveraging us uh, Gridwise Analytics for site selection purposes. You think of like the ghost kitchen companies or re- uh, restaurants or uh, retail providers. Is is mobility? These on-demand mobility services are directly impacting all of all of these businesses today, and they're trying to figure out. How do we how do we best position our sites, our locations, and if we expand, where should they be going to? How do we prioritize markets based off of these additional analytics that we can leverage here? Um, investors are leveraging uh, this information, and and also other service providers, whether those are uh, human driven service provider, uh, human operated service providers, or autonomous, to understand how to prioritize investments in markets, how they prioritize their go-to-market strategy, their optimize optimizations around pricing, uh, fair pay of uh, to, to drivers uh, from a wage standpoint, um, and just anything they can do to maximize utilization and efficiency of their, their services. So we think that Gridwise Analytics is really, is really over time should be um, a platform that is enabling or making um, the movement of people and goods more intelligent and more efficient. And, and ride, ride hailing is, is, is here to stay, isn't it? It's part of, <laughs> part of our cities and part of our, uh, um, and, and it's, it's part of, of perhaps, or should be part, part of perhaps what we call, what, what gets called a smart city, you know. But 
I suppose it can't be a smart city unless you actually are able to uh, see it and tell what's going on and uh, and, and analyze it and uh, and have that that valuable source of information that you you now provide, um, which which I don't think has been available before in that sort of unified form. Mm-mm. No, so uh, um, uh, congratulations on that. I think is worth saying and. I, <laughs> I think this is something that, yeah, um, our uh, our readers and listeners are uh, are going to be going to be very interested in, and uh, and uh, probably want to know more about. They can find you online, I'm sure, uh, uh, Gridwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can find us um, particularly for Gridwise uh, for Gridwise itself. You'd find us at Gridwise.io, uh, but for the analytics and reading more about Gridwise analytics and what we're doing there, you can find us at Gridwise.io/analytics. I hope you enjoyed Tom's interview with Gridwise CEO, Ryan Green. Join me again soon for another edition of the TCI podcast. In the meantime, stay safe and stay in touch with us on Twitter at Traffic Tech Mag, online at trafficteknologytoday.com, and of course, via this podcast. That's it from me. Until next time. TTI Podcast is a Mark Allen Group production. Please like and subscribe. If you are interested in appearing on the podcast, reach us via our website, trafficteknologytoday.com, or email traffic at markallengroup.com.